0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Episode number, wait, wait, what number are we on at this point, Chris? I don't even know. Just welcome let's, back let's to call, the
1: show. Let's call it
0: 33. But it, this is definitely not number 33. This is probably 33 and a half, but it's
1: definitely not 33. <laughs> yeah, let's call it 33 and a half is a roundup, so we're at episode 34.
0: Not number 34. Um, we're your hosts. I'm Jeff. Oh, and I'm already
1: here. I'm Chris.
0: This dude here always. <laughs> He has like the worst intro. <laughs> I don't understand why he can't get past the part. But today, again, we're going to try this again. We had some technical difficulties. And I think we're going to talk about that on our episode today of technology and the blunders that happens. But technical issues last episode. But we have our guest on this episode again. And we'll introduce her. Um, she is an aspiring model. He, Gamer, a social media media influencer, and she's back this time.
2: Regan, <laughs> uh, hello! Thank you for having me again.
0: Yeah, let's welcome back. Welcome back. Well, welcome back again. But you know, tech technology is fun, but it it happens all the time. Unfortunately, it's just how it goes. You stuff broke. It, it's just how it works, man. <laughs> so today we're going to. <laughs> I mean come on guys y- you gotta talk to each other it's gonna be good stuff <laughs> let's, let's get out here but um, some, something I saw today I mean just to get this out of the way some, some quick things um, something that my homie Chris here made me watch that I wish I didn't it, it was like watching Up but without a house it it was crazy but did either you two see the David Blaine video the uh what is it um, ascension thing from today.
1: I saw most of it, and then I got messed up and missed the grand finale. But he was floating over the Grand Canyon, hooked to a bunch of balloons. Why would not you want? It
0: wasn't watch a that? grand.
1: That wasn't a grand finale.
0: It was just a finale. <laughs> it would have been a grand finale if something else happened. Now I don't want oh to. on it. I don't, I don't wish bad on people, but you know, he he was at what four thousand feet in the air.
1: You know, like. 40,000. Yeah, it got to one degree Fahrenheit, 40,000 feet up. He, he he was going up for an hour and a half, two hours. So he, he went up, attached to the balloons, and then he uh, slowly put on a parachute, was checking his straps for like the whole live stream. And they had a helicopter going yes. around him and stuff, taking video. And then he, uh, I guess the part I missed was when he unstrapped and, and hit the parachute and fell to the ground. Flatter <laughs> though, he, he pulled his shoot out.
0: Pulled his <laughs> out. But, I guess Homie was watching an episode. Like, he literally had to watch up. I mean, I'm serious. Like, he strapped the same balloons to himself. He rolled up in the sky. I'm like, all I was missing was a talking dog. It would have been great.
2: Adventure is out there.
0: Yeah. I if mean, you it want it, you can do there. it. Yeah, it must be at the top of the clouds because Homie went up there to
1: touch God or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not into David Blaine? You don't respect the craft? No, uh, the magic of jumping I, out of the sky?
2: I respect his <laughs> Beautiful face. <laughs> He's a very oh, attractive well. man.
1: Well, he, oh, we respect uh, him for different reasons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I don't think we got the same uh,
1: likability <laughs> situations with him. I don't think so. Yeah, cool, cool stunt. Nothing really magic about it. Just that he uh, went up. He came back down. That's how gravity works. So he proved that theory.
2: He literally could have just skydived
1: Yeah, that's what he, he, did, he did. Right. The balloon party said was just for his kid, so he had some pink and and like blue and red and like all the colorful balloons. He was just doing it for his kid, so it was like a touching tribute. And he got YouTube to pay for it, that's all.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. And it has been a minute since he's done like a stunt or anything. I think the last one I watched was the one where he was like submerged in water for however long, like I want to say, like an hour.
1: Yeah, he held his breath forever and he's, he's done these long endurance type of stunts lately versus the. The card coin magic stuff that he started out on, so now he's just doing like endurance things and crazy tests of strengths and will.
0: think it's because he
1: kind of went past the
0: parlor tricks at this point. I mean, at some point, you just kind of keep upping yourself to a point where you just got to go play with some goddamn tigers or something. It's just insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Much better than Chris Angel. I saw Chris Angel in, in, in Vegas Live, it was terrible.
2: Uh, Chris Angel, mind free.
1: I, I'm seeing Chris, I, I think. I, every time
0: he comes, he used to have uh, you know, his TV specials. I used to turn them off. That dude's the devil. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> hear him. Help. him off. He's terrible. He's terrible.
2: He's kinda hot too though.
1: Oh do
0: we have somebody you don't think is hot? I mean, seriously, <laughs> what's going on here? We're
1: into magic for way different reasons.
0: <laughs> Man.
1: <laughs> so who's but, the winner? Chris Angel, David Blaine, or what's the original David from the nineties? Remember that magician? Oh, um uh, yeah. wasn't David Hasselhoff? Houdini, that's from like the 30s. I'm talking about. The wow! 30s. Did you say? That? Wait, first off, I just want to bring up the fact that one
0: David person Hasselhoff. said Houdini, the other person said <laughs> David Hasselhoff. What the hell is going on?
1: You know who I'm talking about—the guy who made like the Eiffel Tower disappear on TV back when we were kids. He was big on TV. It was the old me. So
0: oh,
1: Chris wow. Angel versus David Blaine—who's the hottest? Right. We got to decide now. and Taylor, bro. Oh, that's the winner. That's, number three is always the I answer.
2: Aren't they, aren't they
0: married to each other?
1: Pen and Teller. Okay, there's this awkward <laughs> silence here. What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> Pin and Teller, I don't, I don't think they've ever been married to each other. I don't think that's the case. They're life partners, but heterosexual life partners.
2: Oh, my God, I thought they were married. <laughs> you
1: know, it was, it, Siegfried and... Uh, and yeah, one they one might have been
0: married period. before the guy was dead. Yeah, I think they, it may be possible, but... Uh, another small, interesting little video that I'm going to link in the bottom. I mean, I just want to get, I guess, both of your kind of reaction to it. But, you know, sometimes you're sitting in, in your bedroom and just bored. And you start watching YouTube videos and you just watch just some random the rabbit things. Hole. Th- that damn rabbit hole. I can the algorithm for the rabbit hole is terrible. Like, you should start watching stuff that you should never watch. Like, I started out watching black comedy skits that turned into something where a guy was dressed up as a girl and all of his skits are him dressed up in colorful wigs and and popping gum and putting on lip gloss. And by the end of that, <laughs> I got to a part where I watched a video about mimicry, which is something that happens in the animal kingdom where animals uh, oh. mimic other animals so
1: that they don't get eaten or that they look more violent. I'm just like... Bruh, I gotta go to bed at night. I don't know how all that stuff connects, but since you watched all that, those are going to be in your re- recommendations forever now. YouTube thinks you're into well, that stuff I'm gonna give stuff. Well, I'm going to give you the animal mimicry, but
0: like, the other mimicry of the dude putting on lipstick and popping gum <laughs> and <laughs> wearing red and yellow uh, wigs not something I want to share with anybody. I don't think I'm going to watch that again ever. But it goes, actually, it
1: goes off your viewing history. So but yeah, it's, it's stuck. Like
0: it. <laughs> Every time I look at my recommends now, like since that day, yeah, his videos keep popping up. I got to get him out of there. That's crazy.
1: That's happened to me on Facebook where somehow some promoted thing came into my feed and the video started auto-playing and all of a sudden I'm getting those all over the video section of Facebook. Like, it thinks I like that page that I never followed, never went to. It just starts throwing stuff at me. So, you know, it's really, you know, know what's what you really want.
2: freaky? Along with, like, stress and stuff. The whole, like, government's watching, like, the NSA and all, like, the FBI agent jokes. That stuff is real. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Like, no. There was this one time I was staying at my ex-boyfriend's uh, parents' house. And his dad worked. For Frito-Lay and he got like A bunch of chips for free and like literally Have boxes in my boxes Well I my favorite one was the uh, The uh, like sweet and salty Popcorn and I literally Was in bed eating a, eating a Bag of it I wasn't talking about the Popcorn you know I, I didn't look at anything about popcorn There was no way that anyone could have Known that I was eating that popcorn I literally I kid you not I'm scrolling on Instagram and what do I see that same bag of freaking popcorn.
1: <laughs> that's about that's right. Creepy as hell. But it sounds like something that's happened to all of us on usually what? they pick up something that we're listening to, but if you hadn't talked about it, yeah that's even weirder.
0: Exactly. Welcome to Big Brother. Hey, we we talked about that once before on a podcast episode where like literally, no matter what you do, if you use a phone. Like, uh, of any kind, you could be tracked. If you go on a website, it could be tracked. If you buy something online, it could be tracked. So it's like if you're if you don't want to be tracked, you literally have to go off a the grid. If they're going to know what you're eating, where you're going, what you want to buy. It's just part of the free that we live in today.
1: Yeah, and they can they can figure out who, who you're close to by your phone location, all sorts of other stuff, and try to come up with uh, relationships for you to other people. So they might have known your ex worked there or had access to that stuff and just somehow collaborated all that together and then throw it in your feed. It's kind of creepy how much they can infer from all your history online, but they definitely got our information out there. There's no turning back now. No, you can't go back. Wait,
0: sweet and salty, pop, ugh, uh, nah, I mean, what, what about corn chips or free, what, what is your, that's your favorite chip, popcorn. That's no. My favorite chip.
2: chip, my favorite chip, if I had to eat one chip for the rest of my life, it would probably it better not be, be hot the, cheetos. No, no. It would be the <laughs> the, the, the garden salsa smart
1: chips. Oh, those aren't too bad. Those those are pretty nice the garden salsa, but I, I I'm I'm all about those spicy nacho Doritos. I'm to stick on those. No nobody <laughs> so, li- nobody likes. It. What about you? You got you got some highfalutin uh fancy chips? <laughs> no, no, no. Should, tell I mean I used to I used to
0: eat harvest cheddar sun chip. That's what oh, I used those to. Those are eat.
2: good. Yeah, those
0: are good but currently uh i eat organic the organic white cheddar dorito oddly enough that's what i eat the most
1: currently oh well okay well
0: i'm fancy like that bro you took this up a notch yeah i'm saying it still tastes like a damn dorito
1: talking about the 4.99 bag of chips man you got got taste bro
0: you got you got 4.99 and I have a bag of air, like for real. I, I, like,
1: I like the two dollar price point chips. Two two fifty maybe, but four dollars a year out of my price range there. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, bro. I mean,
0: it, it was a I started out eating regular Dorito. Now I'll I'll eat some cool ranch here and there. You know, Cool Ranch is that's like the go-to for pretty much everybody, except you. I know you like either nacho cheese or spicy nacho cheese or whatever. But Cool Ranch, you can never go wrong with a bag of Cool Ranch or a regular lay. You can go bad with buying some of these other random chips. Like, who likes Funyuns? Nobody. Nobody likes
2: Um, them. Excuse me. Oh, here we, here we go. Bag on here we go. Funyuns are good. All right.
1: I think Funyuns are the perfect, like, road trip chip because the only time I find myself eating Funyuns is when I go into a gas station. I need a bag of something, something that tastes different. I always grab a bag of Funyuns, and I'm always on the road going somewhere, like, a long trip. So that's the only oh, time I eat them. I never get them for the house. Yeah.
2: My road trip snack would probably be like beef jerky um skittles and like oh oh pork rinds pork rinds are good i love oh,
1: pork rinds. that's cool yeah i mean a,
0: a pork rind is all right but i'm I'm sorry still nobody likes funny funny <laughs> or or chili cheese fritos nobody wants that uh, oh those are good
2: i love those what is wrong with you nobody I wants do.
1: that I'm gonna rep for trail mix though. Nobody's gonna say. It. I'm just gonna go ahead and say trail mix is cool. Wow,
0: I didn't know they still <laughs> made trail mix at this point. I mean, seriously, no, nobody <laughs> what, wants it. What either. are the
2: old people gonna snack on? They need to. Yeah. they their major <laughs> market. Oh, wow.
0: I guess I guess you got a point. I mean, some some people still like trail mix. I'm I'm down for it. I guess,
1: but uh, give me some Doritos. Um, hey, so a wavy. Speak, speaking of dips, speaking of dips in your lays. Uh, to go with the chips. This is going to sound kind of silly. I'm going to go ahead and put this out there, but don't tell anybody I said this. I'll be dumb. I, I already know. know. <laughs> I found I out I a few days ago that, uh, you know, like, what what is it? Onion dip? What's the French onion dip? But that's mm-hmm. just sour onion cream. Dip. Like, you know, the packet of, uh, you get with the little ranch yeah, packet. Yeah, you sour
2: cream in the ranch packet.
1: Yep. It was always made for me. I never knew that was sour cream, and I'm. I hate sour cream like my whole you're, life. I don't you're want it love- No. <laughs> <You're> no. <joking. laughs> I thought it was I thought it was like I don't know what I thought it was, but I didn't know it was sour cream, really. I really didn't know. And then I was watching my wife make it and I was like, holy shit, that all it is, is sour cream, and I've been dipping it my whole life and been cool with it, but I claimed to hate it, but I just didn't know. That's my that's my shame right there. Wow. Wow. Okay. So what, you, you gotta say something that you didn't know about some food-related thing that everybody else, it was obvious to them. You got something. You got something in your back pocket. I know it. Um, no?
0: <laughs> I don't have anything. Bro, There's I always mean, something you learn I later remember, on in life.
2: Whenever I was younger, I didn't know that you couldn't eat up sushi. Oh, like.
0: Okay. That's a, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. But, wait. What? Okay, hold on. This story time. What? <laughs> you gotta explain that
2: like I mean I was still probably like near high and like I back then like I wasn't exposed to foods like that. Like I didn't eat sushi or anything like that. And my friend's sister worked at a sushi place and she brought home sushi from work. And um she's like oh I brought home sushi if you guys want it and I was like Yeah yeah sure and I went to go put it in the microwave. And she's like Whoa 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 what are you doing? Oh wow I'm eating it up it's sushi. You don't heat up sushi unless it's like tempura or something like that. Like, oh I don't know. It's, I don't eat. Oh,
1: wow. I don't. I don't. Eat, I don't eat
2: stuff like that.
1: That's good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about sushi until later on too. But I always assumed it was kind of like cold stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I, I think we all have something. And I, if I probably sat down and thought about it, I probably can bring up some things myself. I mean, because I, I experiment with cooking a whole bunch anyway. And I've done some really, really, really dumb things with cooking. <laughs> so bet. I'm pretty sure if I sat down long enough, I could find several. I, I didn't know that's how they work
1: moments for sure. I'm pretty sure I could. Hey, raise your hand if you were looking for something to drink when you were a kid and you tried to drink the, the lemon juice in the fridge like for cooking. But it's, it's not lemonade. You just straight up drank it out of the bottle and found no, out that it was, I wasn't, it was no, good.
2: I wasn't that what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I was like four or five years old. and I said lemon on it. I was like, I like lemonade. I tried to take a swig, and it was the worst thing I ever did.
0: After this episode, we're going to need to get you checked, because there's something wrong up there for sure. There's something really, really wrong up
1: there. And I never did it again, so I learned from my mistakes. You got to yeah, learn. You, you, get yeah, to you move probably get that
0: <laughs> face all like, oh, mm, lemon <laughs> that that uh, face. So, you know, that, that's good, but. All in all, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but Regan, what's, what else has been up with you this week?
2: Well, do you want the uh, less
0: This episode long. is only about an hour. We don't have that long. <laughs> <laughs> do you
2: want a more, like, guilted answer, or do you want my 100% honest answer? Well,
0: you do know this goes out on the airwaves, right? So, oh, what do you want people to know?
2: <laughs> I ain't worried about that. Okay, I, I well... Feel- I think it's very important to be very uh, vulnerable and very, you know, uh, blunt in this day and age. I think people admire that because when you when it comes to social media and stuff like that, eh, it's all bullshit. It's not real. Everyone knows that, but yet everyone is oh, yeah. so scared to take that first step of being like, "Oh yeah, I suffer from depression. Oh, I have stretch marks. Oh, I'm addicted to crack." You know, people people are scared to take that step and just be vulnerable and just be human beings because. No one else does it. And as soon as we reach a place in society where people can overlook the stigma of everything being, you know, rainbows and lollipops and whatever, I think we will be on the path of, you know, progress. So for me, I don't care what I say. I, I'm very I'm very honest. I'm very blunt and to the point. My life sucks right now. I mean, from the beginning of the pandemic to, you know, things I'm dealing with like in regards to my ex life's great, right. But I'm making the best of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I understand. I mean, we all going through the same. I mean, even my own personal story, like uh, with death in my family and the pandemic and everything else in between, and trying to find new work and all this other stuff. So, yeah, believe me, it, it's it's funny because on our side, especially like myself and Chris, like we're we're on the older side, so we don't necessarily live our life through the social media lens as much as some of the newer people like yourself, millennials. I hate to say that word, but that's just the truth. So, I'm more
2: of a general Zer. I, I don't fit in with the millennials, but I don't fit in with the boomers.
0: Hmm. Okay, uh, that's got a point. That's that's in between, yeah. Yeah. So, we just... It, it's one of those weird situations where right now it's probably a test on everyone's psyche. Like, it it's, sucks more... For some people than others for sure but there's some people still out there balling like chris Chris out there grilling you know brisket every day and and it's in oh, the, no in i the wish outside. i
1: wish oh okay i'm sorry <laughs> but, but it's hitting people in all different ways this year for sure for sure everybody's dealing with it differently and has have have a lot of different challenges but about people being real on social media and stuff i think when folks actually put that out there other people appreciate it they may be too nervous or scared to, to be that honest and open online because You see everybody trying to trying to fake it out and make it look like everything's perfect and have that perfect life. And there's a bunch of turmoil going on in the background. They don't want to talk about
0: what we will do because we, we do have some things we want to question you on. We're going to grill. No, but we want to try to, we're going to move that to the end of this episode. Um, Because, you know, you make a valid point because looking at it, from a lens of a person from the outside looking in, you're like, Oh man, your life is great. You've got all these things. You got pictures. You get to go to these places, You do all these things. But a lot of people don't know what goes into that and you know, how your psyche can be impacted how your life can be impacted and all those things like that. So we do 100% sure want to talk through that um, and ask a couple of questions. And if you're going to be brutally honest, Hey, we're here for it at this point.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, I enjoy it. Um, one, I'm kind of—I wouldn't say I'm an instigator, but I definitely do like causing, uh, like, healthy conversations and arguments and stuff like that. I've always been the type to be very uh, controversial and very uh, triggering. Um, I mean, I did debate, um, in school and stuff like that, and I was always the one to really like poke at people's emotions and stuff like that. So I definitely do say some things that tend to rile people up or say things that go against the grain, but you know, that's just, it's who I am. And it, it's just, it's definitely comforting to know that I, that is the one thing I would not ever change about myself is the ability to not care and to say exactly what I want to say.
0: Yeah, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless, unless you are Chris, then talk about how you're drinking lemon juice
1: out of a refrigerator at four years old. I mean, outside of that, you <laughs> maybe those are things people should keep to themselves <laughs>
0: <laughs> We let's do our topic of technology just technology in general i mean you're into tech you're you're a gaming person for the most part as uh as well as chris and myself i mean we grew up in gaming you you may be at the beginning of the gaming part of your career sort of kind of so um what of uh, both of you actually if you were stuck somewhere on the island, one take item that you would take with you that you cannot live without um, like
2: well, I think a phone would eventually be useless, so probably like a um, one of those like really cool GPSs that that like tell you everything you need to know.
0: <laughs> That's a good pick. I mean, it's, but you're stuck on the island. You can't go anywhere.
2: I mean, I may be able to come across like some monkey civilization who lives on the island and they can help me build a ship and then I'll go wherever I need to go.
0: Did you watch Planet of the Apes last night or something? What the hell? Actually, <laughs> like, they're gonna help no. you build a
2: ship? No, actually, there's a game <laughs> that I used to play a lot. It was uh, uh Stim, The Castaways and, like, you um it's like The Sims, but you are on a vacation and they get shipwrecked and you have to the game is basically you trying to, you know, build up your resources and you know, your skills to to build like a raft to go from island to island and eventually get rescued. So that's the first thing I thought of.
1: Oh, she's got the island knowledge. She already knows what to do. Hey, I can't be say. mad at it. I can't <laughs> be mad at it. I was gonna say a phone, but that depends on Yeah, no charger. Having that connectivity, if, if magically I had electricity, like a five G tower, and it was good to go, sure. But if it was totally useless, uh damn, I don't know. I need some, I need something. You said electronic, but if I can't charge it, how long is this thing gonna last? I don't have. A well, I never said
0: I there wasn't power. any power on the island. All I said
1: was, oh, okay.
2: well, then I'm bringing my phone. What the hell?
1: <laughs> Give me that phone. Let me see some Reddit funny videos. Keep me entertained until I shrivel up and die on the island. <laughs> Uh, I My mean, I said there machine. was electronic. I said electron, uh, a tech item that you take
0: with you that you couldn't live without. Didn't I say there was not electricity? But I did also didn't say that there's, you know, phone service. I just said there could be electricity. Like you, you're stuck on an it's
2: island. Okay, it's all semantics. It- it's all semantics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get on YouTube and watch some how to build a boat videos and start working on that. And but, uh, like get the, the, the Indian men that weeks.
2: build pools out of dirt.
1: Yeah, those yeah. fake videos. <laughs> Wait, that fake video. No, they
0: made them dirt both, bro. They made no, them. That's,
2: that's, yeah, that's real. That's that's one hundred percent real.
1: The yeah, real they paid life. them though, and they didn't make that in thirty minutes, like the shows. <laughs> well, I'm
0: sure they didn't make it in thirty minutes, but they they made it work. But w- what if I told you that you can have a computer in your brain, and that's what you can take with you? Would you Let's sign up it. for that? Wait. Did you say let's do it? All-"? You didn't, you haven't even heard the price. You haven't heard what's gonna happen to your head. You ain't heard none of that. So you you you're for it,
1: man. Cyber tech future. Come on, give me give me some implants. Give me all the technology. Turn me into a computer. Let's go.
2: Okay. Now we well, get into uh, some Black Mirror stuff because you know it it sounds all good and dandy, but then they put a chip in you and then it messes up and it short circuits your brain <laughs> or you become controlled by the government I, and the uh. In the, in the Marxist agenda and all that. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and they can turn you on and off remotely and stuff and activate you for the, for the Great War or something like that. Yeah, they might be able to control us, but in the meantime, we might be able to have some fun with it for all that bad well, shit. Well, I don't,
0: I don't really think it's going to be fun because, first off, <laughs> well, Elon showed off his Neuralink this, this past weekend, and the first part of it is they tested it on a pig now a lot of people like why they didn't test it on something else i mean a pig is very close to our skull dimensions and thickness and how our brains work we're actually really close to how pigs are we're we're easily able to be happy about things and we love food so we're really (laughs) close to a pig right so that's most
1: of what a person is right (laughs) pretty much those those two things
0: (laughs) so the, the, it ori- the original design of this thing started out, it was going to be on the back of your ear. it's gonna It was going to look kind of like, uh, like a hearing aid. But somewhere along the line, the design of it changed. And now they have to cut a hole in your skull to put it in your actual skull now. So you, you want that.
1: But they said it's a clean install. It takes the place of your skull.
0: Windows oh, 10 is a clean install. <laughs> it fucks up
1: all the time. <laughs> and they jack like a thousand of these little uh, receptors and stuff into, the, into your brain with a robot that does the surgery. And they jack into like whatever part of your brain that that, that install is going to control like your smells. Or not control, but like read uh, neurons firing off for what you're smelling or what you're seeing, what you're thinking. As they, you know, keep exploring in the brain. I'll probably keep expanding on what you can install. And they said, if you want, you can even do two or three, like in different parts of your head, and then read different parts of your brain. Because not just one is going to capture everything, they got to jack these things in, like physically with these little needles in your head for whatever uh, you're getting implanted. It's pretty crazy stuff. No, no, no. No, it's, not I, into think it, but. no.
2: I mean, here's how, here's my stance on it if I could be 100% guaranteed that, one, my lifespan would not be affected other than, like, it being extended, um, and I could be sure that, like, nothing, like, super damaging would happen, um, I, I, w- I would do it. I mean, it's an advancement. I think it's, a a very interesting thing to think about, and I mean, imagine, like, even if it goes as far as, like, you know, helping the paralyzed walk again, I think that it's a now technically we shouldn't be playing god and that there there are a lot of issues that arise doing things like that like you know gene splicing and anything like this and that matter you know issues do arise but at the end of the day like how are you gonna be around for those issues you know am i still gonna be here when the robots take over who knows so let me enjoy it while i can
1: i say let's be like the kool-aid man and just bust through that wall oh, and yeah. try to confront these issues head on let's go for it <laughs> no
0: dude uh this this is evidence to me already, hundred percent that Elon Musk is a damn alien or a robot <laughs> because this homie here keeps creating stuff that makes no sense for practical use today. But it's like he's like he's building an army for the Terminator War that's gonna happen in like a hundred years. Like we're gonna have augmented reality. Well, that's
2: in a, that's, brain. that's a problem for people a hundred years from now. That ain't not that's uh, not right. exactly. A
0: that ain't a I definitely ain't gonna be. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: just kick the can down the road. Exactly. It's
0: There's going to be some problems, but I'm just like, cool. I mean, it, it's cool. It's scary. It's all get out. But it's still cool because it's like he came up with something that doesn't exist today and something may be something that's great in say 10, 15 years from now. Um, But he has a culture skull open to do it. And I'm just like, <laughs> Man, and I'm just waiting for him to be the first person to have it because that's, that's when we're going to really know if there's going to be something that's going to be worthwhile he's going to be able to make it. And then he said the price is going to be probably like buying a car at this point. I mean, it's going to be just insane. But he's going to try to get the price down over a
1: couple of years. Yeah, he said it's very, very early on. And they're basically just doing a tech demo to try to get people into the company to really, really develop it out and figure out what it's going to do. But I think we talked about offline of how it could possibly help out disabled people or people that are kind of locked in their head and they can't speak. And maybe they could get an implant and be able to communicate through a phone or something because he said it'll have Bluetooth connectivity, the latest Bluetooth technology. And you you have to actually charge it up overnight too. I think it has like an eight hour charge. (laughs) <laughs> or, you know it's wireless charger bed to I'm recharge overnight. <laughs> how the hell you charge that? Like, like the Matrix, you, you jack, jack in the USB C cable.
0: I'm sorry, we're done here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> there's a,
1: there's a nub. No. There, I don't want to. Do this, this is fully anymore. going into the Matrix. You're gonna have a little nub hole on the back of your head and a USB C port, and just jack it in. I'm oh, i just, I want
2: I want something to make me skinny. Like oh, I've always wanted like to be able to morph my own body and be and look whatever look how i want to look
1: just full, full body mods like everything's digitized you could just change into anything
0: i i guess like the cyberpunk future I can, I can see them like not making you eat like stopping your eating but not necessarily changing you or i don't know maybe i mean elon thinks of some weird stuff all the time he may find something new at any time so he may come out with it in two years so.
1: Oh, you could develop it into some alternative medicine thing where instead of taking some kind of pills, they jack this into your brain and you download like a template on your phone to apply to your brain where it tells you not to do certain things, but you're not really aware of it. You just don't crave foods anymore, or it makes you more motivated to work out by manipulating your brain. Then we get into some weird territories there. So um, We'll see. We'll, we'll
0: see what happens, but I, I can tell you one thing. It's going to definitely lead into some blunders, that's for sure, just like we ha- and on this last episode, <laughs> I mean, technology Damn. is a bitch. Like seriously, like as <laughs> as far as we go, we keep going further and further, pushing it further and further, um, to a point where it's like it's no longer humanly possible to push technology any further than we are without some kind of major breakthrough. I and mean, one of the things that held held us back for the longest period of time is batteries, because right now, what the type of batteries that we have are the best that we can do without a new giant leap forward in technology. And they've tried, companies have made batteries, have tried to make batteries, but it goes from, you know, like the, the ion battery that we have now is handheld. But the next leap forward battery, the lithium, the past lithium, the battery is the size of a damn table right now because they can't get technology small enough right now so it's kind of like <laughs> technology we've gone to a point but it we every time we go further it seems like we go two steps back like we couldn't get the podcast to record last time like we rely so heavily on technology and then technology is like man yeah i'm gonna take the day off i'll call in sick you know? and they just it just stopped working so i don't understand how we're so heavily relying on something that can break at any second
1: isn't it a pain in the ass sometimes we had a lot of fun last week trying to get that started and it just it stopped us in our tracks we've had issues with uh programs installing or not installing just stuff failing randomly uh, my computer has random issues every time we try to get on it, just, it feels like it's something new of an audio issue or a, a mic issue you're just playing with some something for a couple hours before you can actually use it instead of just plug and play like the simplicity of buying an xbox console versus trying to build a gaming computer and then deal with all the Issues that, that comes along with. Because you get benefits and pros from each way, but sometimes uh, you feel like you're knocking your head against the wall so much that it's almost not worth it. It's kind of just annoying of how many things can go wrong every time you reboot something or, or change something up and then you got to troubleshoot it. or You're just kind of stuck. Try building your own computer. That's the same thing. So, Regan, you play console or
0: computer.
2: Yeah, I, I play console. I was actually thinking about getting a up here soon. I want to kind of take a little... Little stroll in the streaming side of things, um, but I all I have is the MacBook and my PlayStation, and my Mac is obviously not good enough for anything like that. So, yeah, I've been thinking about getting a console or a uh, PC setup.
1: Do you have any frustrations with your current phone, MacBook, any kind of technology that we're using like day to day that just you rely on it so much, but it, it's annoying at the same time, and you constantly run into something breaking?
2: They hold conspiracy, which it's a confirmed conspiracy, but the whole battery life when it comes to Apple products. Like the fact that they actually like once your battery up well this is their reasoning at least. Once your battery starts to age, they make it to where it lags. So your phone doesn't blow up or something like that. But still hell, they do that and my phone still overheat. Like I could like I'm on my phone right now and it's hot as hell. I can't even really hold it. Ew.
1: Yeah, that's, that, that term from a conspiracy years ago to, to confirm. Yeah, we know they do that and try to force you to hit your phone so much you got to go into the store and buy another one for a grand or so. Yeah, every firmware upgrade just get ready for your phone to start slowing down more until they, they get you to buy a new phone in the store.
2: But then again, pretty Apple, annoying, but- I mean, I want, I want to believe that too. Like I'm on that side, but like also Apple makes so much money. Like, why? But yeah, you need to do that. You know what I mean? But I, I, it's I, people I, like you.
0: People just gonna run out and buy a brand new uh, eleven. Don't, 12 Regan, or don't 13.
2: <laughs> Regan don't run nowhere. Let's let's get that straight. Regan don't <laughs> run nowhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, walk very briskly to get in that line. Like I, <laughs> there was an episode of Future Rob I was watching, and they were doing a parody of that, the the release of I want to say like the the iPhone six or seven or something like that, right? And it was like. We're going to buy it online. So they go and buy it online. And then they run outside and get in the line. And the line is from the store all the way down the block. And he's like, I thought we bought this online. It was like, we did. But now we got to stand in the line. So they stand in the line for hours (laughs) to get in the store, get in the store. And the person is like, we only got a few left. And there's like a ton of them in the back. And they're like telling it like it's a limited edition. That's Apple people for you. I call them sheeple. I'm sorry to say, but sheeple. You people are crazy. Listen here. Oh, we listening?
2: <laughs> aesthetics are important too. All right. Oh, aesthetics. I mean, that's, I, that's you, true. You've seen my Instagram. You know. You know what I got going. I, I listen. I can't be taking those kind of photos on a damn Android. Come out looking like oh, a you can. Lego, pixelation. No, Hold no, up. No, that's
1: no, not no. true. <laughs> that is definitely not true. They got like, some of the best camera technology out here. Come on now! It, I don't
0: they, know about Apple that. has you people program <laughs> to think that it's like Apple's like yes, we have the best camera. Yes,
1: yeah. I think she's already got the brain chip, but from Apple instead of Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> it's running on
0: an A4 chip. It, it happened, bro. But <laughs> but the only the only thing I will say, and I give and I give Apple their props because their ecosystem is great when it comes down to if you got a MacBook and you got an Apple phone and you got all this stuff and a watch. It's, perfect and they don't break down as much they don't get malware you don't accidentally go to somebody's only fans play page and accidentally get something coming back we end like we end but they are not the best thing on earth i give them props for what they do well those prices are ridiculous <laughs> and the fact they come on a new phone every six months is also ridiculous but i give them props for what they do well
1: i will say you don't you don't see anybody at the like academy awards uh win the movie that was filmed on like a android phone it's always oh i filmed this on my iphone so they'd be out there making movies and things with it you gotta you got admit it's clean on there sometimes
0: and like i said i give them props for what they do also a thing about apple which kind of sucks this is gonna blow your mind this is gonna end it for everybody who watches so i'm gonna go ahead and say it. should i give them spoilers should i do spoilers don't say uh, nothing about tenet Uh, But I'm not, I hadn't even seen it. I want to, I didn't go see it. But one thing that you should always look for in a movie, if a person is using an Apple phone in the movie, they're not the bad guy. Like legit, watch every movie. Go back and watch your favorite movie. that has a, a villain and a good guy and make sure that movie has a part where they actually use a cell phone. I bet you his cell phone is not an Apple product
1: they do have those agreements in movies and stuff. They want their stuff to be represented nicely. So I can believe that there's only the good guys using their technology.
2: Yeah. And I honestly like, well, it's funny because if you look at other countries besides America, they are all very loyal to like Samsung and like LG and stuff like that. Americans are very, that are obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. It's the pricing. and, that's. I mean, I think we talked about this maybe on episode before or episode four. It's like it's a pricing part. The whole ecosystem of Apple is thousands of dollars to get into the ecosystem, and it's not something that's easy to get. It's a status symbol. Even just getting an Apple product, and in other countries, you can go buy, you know, um, a kitted out Android phone for seven hundred rupees or or (laughs) i'm I'm just saying being (laughs) real 700 rupees or 12 wong or uh 3600 uh yen you can go get these uh, these products for cheap
1: but these folks like if we're talking about japan and china and those allegiances to uh like samsung and stuff in korea and different things like that that's just the country being all about that company that they've known forever and ever you do see in china where a lot of people are up and coming and have cash nowadays. A new whole middle class in China—they're all about the iPhones, definitely as a status symbol. The ones who can afford it for sure—it's trying to be prolific over there too. So well, Apple's breaking into in, other I countries. In but per-
2: I know in Korean culture, uh, they they love the, the Samsungs. Like they've got the Samsungs that come out there haven't even reached our like our markets yet. Like they've got this uh, like the Samsung Notes that like flip in half, and then the ones that like open up and like turn into a tablet like they've got some crazy tech
1: over there the foldable phones yeah yeah
0: but that's home market though like i said like i know you're you're you are a Koreophile and i am a japanophile because <laughs> we, we are very similar in that in that regard but <laughs> in home country you know samsung lg uh and there's a couple of other ones that you know they make phones i remember when i went to went to japan for the first time myself like seeing Sony and seeing some of these other companies making stuff that we hadn't even seen, like technology that doesn't to this day, still has never made the leap over. Like right now we just got back, you know, what was it? The Moto razor, the flip phone. Mm -hmm. It came out last year. We lost our shit over that phone. Like, Oh my God, flip phones. They've been making flip phones in Korea and Japan and China for like ever. They never stopped making them. They still make them every day. So it's just uh, Apple is our home. That's our home company. If Microsoft made phones, we would probably buy it. (laughs) If they had made good phones.
1: Oh, they tried that. That didn't work out too good. Oh, it did
0: not. Never try to put Windows 8 on anything. Everything that had Windows 8 on it failed. It was just terrible. Terrible idea.
1: That was cursed from the start.
0: But if they had brought one out now and put it in my brain, I probably would buy it right now.
1: Damn. You're speaking about the other countries' phone habits. Remember the hotness of the little phone charms and things hanging off your phone? And like they the little plant being in the, the little jar on, hanging on your phone, stuff like that? <laughs> Reagan has one right now. There you go. That's been around since, uh, shit. When, when were we looking at that stuff in the mid, early 2000s when that was hot?
0: Yeah, probably. It, it probably started there way before that, but we didn't get it until. 99 98 when we could see you know the world kind of opened up with the internet around 98 99 where you could see everything that was going on and what other cultures were doing and how they were dressing and how this stuff that's how we got so many people who love anime today i mean it just exploded right then
2: yeah i think honestly like don't that leads into another thing like I truly am grateful to live in this country, 100%. We are so privileged. We are one of the best countries to live in, even though I agree that there is racism prevalent and stuff like that. I I get that. We are so privileged as a country. But I feel like there's other pathways that we could follow from other countries, like in tech and stuff like that. Because, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, yeah, our people are pretty smart. You know, we got scientists, we got all this, you know, good stuff but if you look at like Asian countries they're so high tech and literally like I don't I I think it it, I think it boils down to pride we do not want to admit that other countries are better at tech than us
1: I want to think that we invented everything first in our ways the best way so I think it's hard for America as a whole to uh, follow after another country when we want to say we're the leader in everything so if we follow someone else's trend even though it might be better we're admitting that we didn't have the of the perfect answer we then we don't want to do that and you got 50 different states arguing over everything and trying to decide on a way forward but if you have japan or korea that whole country can get unified way better than all of our states can Trying to go and go on the same path together
2: yeah i think yeah. the last time that america ever followed in the footsteps of somebody was Sputnik during the space race. Mm. <laughs> other yeah, than that yeah. no we come first
0: Right, Not but we for we've been losing that. We've been losing that battle for a year because the technology boom. This is gonna be me putting on my professor hat right quick The technology boom that happened after World War II, because that's how Japan got their economy back, was building TVs and building this stuff that we didn't really do at the time. And we we've been behind in the the tech race a lot. Like this is in the last five years. But Elon, like seriously, I'm dead serious. Elon and and Bill Gates and those tech guys, this has been the first time we've been kind of leading tech in a long period of time.
2: Yeah. Especially when it comes to like the uh, vehicle market.
0: Oh yeah. Cause we definitely buy every car we can possibly buy from a different entity instead of our own. I mean, because everything costs so much to produce it here, which makes it easier to just go ahead and move it somewhere else. Even though, yes, we want to say, America, we want our jobs, but it just costs too much to produce it here.
1: Yeah, we aren't willing to take that, that price hike, and people can't afford it. But the space race stuff, talking about technology being done here for the first time, our NASA whole program was really falling apart until Elon came with uh, SpaceX and stuff and started doing launches again and going to the space station and our own stuff because we were hopping rides on the, the Russian a spaceship getting help from them or otherwise we would have been grounded so our stuff's been falling apart and getting outsourced to other countries for yeah so it it is what it is at this point it's kind of like we
0: were going to be we're always going to be second or third banana even though we want (laughs) to pretend like we're big bad we're really we haven't been big bad in many years in a whole bunch of stuff so it's just (laughs) it is what it is so that brings me to another tech question then because I mean, we we talked about a little bit about Apple. So the good thing is that Apple also decided that they're going to make their own web search to Google search. Don't think that's a good idea.
2: They're doing what now?
0: So yeah, so they want Google is the it's not the only one. Like, can you can either you name another search engine besides Google
1: right now?
2: Firefox, Bing, MSN.
1: No. Uh, MSN's got a search. Uh, Bing, of course, Bing I'm is kidding, MSN I'm and Microsoft. <laughs> so what else we got? Uh, we had that like Donkey Search or something like that. I forget. Wait, the name no, the you stuff. mean
0: Doug, Doug Go? Not Donk. Doug Go. <laughs> donkey Search would be something that you don't want your parents had, finding out that you are <laughs> doing right
1: now. <laughs> we had Ask Jeeves. We had Yahoo. nobody uses anymore. So they've all come and gone. So now. We got we got google everybody uses google and i don't think anybody uses bing you shouldn't be if you are but
0: wait you can't say google. that because we, we remember we, what we learned last time that we keep saying nobody uses this or watches this and we realize
1: we're wrong so somebody my grandma uses bing i think that's who i know yeah i'm saying <laughs> but
2: gram Graham needs to get on with it he's well, coming
1: it. into the search game okay they're gonna try to rival google what's that gonna do yeah
2: Isn't it, well, isn't it Safari? Safari is our... It it
0: does, but they... So all of Apple's products, actually, I think most of them tie back to a Google API. So Google is the big bad. Like, they truthfully are in the search category. There really isn't anything else. But what they want to do is no longer... Because everybody who uses Google search in their browser, on their phone... Like, those companies are paying a royalty to Google. They're trying to circumvent it and create their own, like, their own version of a search engine to be put into their iOS devices, their iPads, and then their new uh, browsers. So, there's a, two good, there's a good piece to that and a bad piece to that. The good piece, okay, competition. Great. Competition makes everything better. Google will come up with a whole bunch of new things. It may be able to do, you know, things that they couldn't do today. And now you got competition. We don't pay for it. So whatever comes out of it is great for us because we don't pay anything for it. We're just getting the benefits of it. So that's awesome. The bad side of it is, do you remember Apple Maps? Because nobody does. And it was God
1: awful. I was going to say, everybody that started using that drove into a lake once or twice. So that was bad when <laughs> they had terrible ass directions and they were missing buildings, missing streets. It was horrible. It's probably to a better place now that they've got it working for a few years, but they had a rough start with maps. So on their search, they, they got a lot of work to do. They can not just launch a search engine overnight. So I'm, I know they have to build that up and you know crawl the Internet and archive everything and uh, get it ready to get on the level of, of Google searches as powerful as it is to be able to find everything. But their advantage is they want to build it in as a default search option in the phone, of course, in iOS and then tie it into your whole Apple ecosystem. So when you're searching, you get personalized results and it ties back to the stuff on your phone and it can search through your apps for things. And there'll be a lot more features that they'll develop around that to make you want to use that default search instead of switching over to Google search. I think they're trying to peel people off of off that mm-hmm. and keep them tighter into their ecosystem. It was only gonna hurt Google and Google's ads and the millions of people yeah. that use iPhones not defaulting to that on their, on their search engine and then give Apple more control of your whole total experience on your phone and all your devices in that Apple ecosystem. So it's good for them, but I wonder if people are going to be complaining about it to start. Like I can't find the same websites. The top five results aren't the same as Google and it's going to be all different. There's going to be issues.
0: Well, I don't think either one of us will have that problem, but Regan will cause she has, she has the iPhone got to figure it out.
2: I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I, so far I'm not struggling much. Uh, the only thing is, like, I use I, I Discord a lot. Like, I'm in a few servers and I game. So, Discord is kind of essential. So, I notice that sometimes, like, the higher the people in the uh, voice call, the more slow my phone or computer works. It, it, then it starts the overheating stuff. and Ugh, So, it's asinine because, you know, I pay for it. I should be able to use it as long as I take care so of it. Are, yeah,
1: you, are you walking away from from uh, Apple? You're not gonna you're not gonna deal with the search, or are you gonna stay with Apple?
2: Oh no, no, no! no. I'd rather I'd rather suffer. Than
0: that, that sounds like abusive white syndrome yeah. right
1: there. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Man. Well, I got Stockholm syndrome going on. I'm seriously, man, leave you're Apple. You can leave Apple. You can leave them.
0: Leave <laughs> Apple <laughs> them. Swear, alone. There's better out there. It's okay, but so. What we'll do, we're gonna end this episode with our our actual Q and A with Regan, so she can talk a little bit more about herself. <laughs> this is gonna be great. So, so, what we'll do is we we have a couple. I mean, like I say, you said at the top, be free. You can say whatever you like. This is definitely not a kid kid friendly show. We don't like them kids, no way. So feel free, there yeah, we go. feel free, <laughs> let it go. Like, do what you want. So, like. It, you you started out telling us like what's going on in your world. So it, the floor is yours. Go tell us what it what are you working on or not working on, or just tell us about you.
2: Well, right now I would say I'm definitely not in a place I want to be. Like I feel like I'm very stagnant right now, and that just may be one of the products of the pandemic right now. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm going to school. But I'm not working. I lost my job. I, you know, I I go to school and then I just stay at home. And it's, I think, you know, I'm am v- a very nomadic person, and with responsibilities as far as school and like not being able to travel like I want to, I, I kind of feel like I'm rooted here, and it's not, you know, satisfying for me. So right now, I'm just kind of dealing with like how to cope with feeling stuck. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find ways to occupy myself, you know, whether it's classes or video games or, you know, discord, I I find ways to cope with it. And, you know, it's not easy. No one said being an adult and having a different way, uh, a different perception of the world or a different way of how you want to live your life is, it's not, it's not easy. It's not meant to be easy because if it, it was easy, then, you know, I think the world would be a much different place and it'd probably be more boring, but. Yeah, that's pretty much about it. Um I was supposed to actually go to Korea. I was set to go to Korea in March, but obviously my trip yeah, my trip got cancelled and then it was moved to like May and then I got cancelled again. So now I'm shooting for the end of the year and if everything worked out how I want it, um I may be working there for a little bit and be able to take an an extended stay there and it's in korea it's it's extremely easy for foreigners to get like modeling and acting jobs because this you know the market there is so saturated with Asians that you know if there's a role for a foreigner or something like that you know there there's not that many foreigners or people who look like me so it's definitely a a good place to try and you know actually take you know, that craft series. So that trip so. would
1: be more for a career and influencer move or like a personal stay?
2: Both. Definitely. Cause I think it, it definitely goes hand in hand because, you know, my personally, I would love to go uh, visit there. Uh, you know, I have a lot of Korean friends. I'm really interested in the Korean culture and everything like that. And, you know, personally, I, I want to go visit there and, you know, my job side would be a way to do it because they're, you know, you can't really stay there unless you're on an E6 visa, which is basically an entertainer's visa. Um, and I would have to have like a sponsor and an agency and stuff like that. So it's just a way of being able to do what I want personally. Um, so yeah, I think it, it definitely goes
0: hand in hand. And you want to go through. Now granted, I've been to Japan. So like I said, the reason why we are very similar, because I kind of, not, not the fact that I look good and took pictures to go over there, but I went to Japan twice in my life. So I understand, but you kind of want to go over there and experience a different way of life because you, other countries are very different than ours, uh, like totally different. Like you're going to go over there and it's going to be like culture shock to yourself. So why, why do you want to do it, do that? Well, I mean, what really made you want to be in an an influencer influencer and do that as a job?
2: Um, (laughs) i for me like when it comes to being labeled as an influencer or like social media whatever it may be i've always just been the type to people are drawn to me for some reason whether it's you're my nine attitude, tall. i don't know i've always just been <laughs> <laughs> i've always just been the type to you know say exactly what i i'm thinking and i tend to do it so in a in a comedic way and um and also, like, I, you know, I love traveling. I, I'm very, very spontaneous. I'm very fearless. Like, I literally will just make a last-minute decision and hope it works for the best. And usually it does. So the two goes, you know, very, it, they, they, it's very cohesive because, you know, I'm very outgoing. You know, I don't see, you know, recluses doing what I do. Um, I, I think you just need to have, like, the courage the want to, you know, expand your horizons. And I think it's very, very, very important to be a well-rounded, open-minded individual in this time. Because, um, like, here where I live, no one, no one no one, thinks the same as me. Like, it's very, like, graduate high school, get an RC degree and settle down. I don't want that life. I honestly, I see myself traveling for the rest of my life. Like, you know, if, whether it's hopping from country to country, city to city, whatever it may be. I that's just always been very romantic to me and very like, I want that. I want to achieve that. And that would be honestly, my perfect life. I think So I think, you know, if there's a what easy way to achieve it, I might as well.
1: Use definitely. It. Yeah, definitely. So did you start the influencer game before or after the pandemic? Were you already kind of uh, in that?
0: Um,
2: I took it more seriously. Like, I lived in LA for a little bit and I had a few connections, but here's the thing. I worked so much to be able to live out there that I didn't have time to do anything extracurricular, whether there was like, auditions or. so, you know, I didn't really get a chance to do those things that I wanted to do. Cause I had to take care of myself, but I, I mean, I put, I put my name out there. I've got, you know, a decent following, um, that I've ac- accumulated. So definitely pre pandemic. And I think like, the more that the world gets messed up the less i'm able to you know really grow that um or do things i want to do but also to be quite frank i'm fucking lazy you i don't lazy you try to I do don't, this don't, life I, I don't know <laughs> that don't like, make any sense. I, yeah i i as far as like the modeling and acting and all that stuff goes i'm i, I i'm very i'm very lazy and i know i have an it but i also find it very pretentious like oh i'm an influencer or I'm this. I'm like You gotta I, rise I and grind. You gotta
1: outrageous. make those posts on so those vacations and yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: and the way the world is today, like pandemic wise, it's like it's already hard to do anything normal, especially something like be out in the open and out with people. It's kind of very difficult to do right now. So I know that's a, a hard hit on your 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 job of, you know, trying to get out there and put yourself out there and take pictures. You can, cause you could always do photo shoots on your own or, you know, get your, your own personal thing, but to get the big yeah. followers and the big names and that kind of thing, you have to get out there and mingle with people, which is extremely hard to do right now.
2: And here's the thing. I, I have outlets that I could, you know, utilize. It's just, I'm not to that environment. Like even when I lived in LA, I was not like everybody else. Obviously I, I feel like it's disrespectful to kind of use your connections to, you know, advance your own career. Like, I'm sure I have friends that'd be like, oh, you know, you want to do this, you want to, I do get offers to do that stuff. I just feel like I'm taking advantage of them. I would much rather have them as a genuine friend rather than, you know, just a way to, you know, achieve my goals. I've always felt uncomfortable asking for favors or like trying to, you know, insert myself into the the whole industry or whatever it may be so i think i would have to overcome that and like feel comfortable enough before i could like make any progress because i mean i there's one really good friend um who lives out in la and he's he's very like right now is a good time for him he's been really heavy into politics and the whole black lives matter movement, and he's been doing like podcasts and stuff like that and you know, doing, um, interviews with certain people and he's got quite a following himself. Um, so I have these people, I have these connections. It's just, I don't want them to think that that's
0: what I yeah, want from them. You know what I mean? Good point. But the one thing I will say is you kind of have to do that. Cause mm-hmm. that like, for instance, this podcast, we got millions, no, don't, we ain't got, we, we got a couple of people, <laughs> no, like seriously, we have subscribers and people that are listening to the podcast, but sometimes to make yourself bigger and not to say that you, you want to use your, your friends or your contacts, but they probably went through the same process. I mean, it kind of is like one of the things where you have to help another person or scratch another person's back to help yourself at times. And people who've been doing it, uh, I mean, I'm sure Joe Rogan started out with nobody follow him and he was doing fear Factor and all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure he got as big as he got because of, the people he knows or the people who was helping push them along. So you can't I always look at it like, okay, I don't want to use this content. Now people would know people can tell bullshit, right? You know, you can tell when somebody is in it for doing nothing, but mm-hmm. look at me, I'm trying to make myself something versus, you know, can you lend a hand? And like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even ask, like, you know, you don't even, if you have people in the right position, they, they're going to know what you're doing and try to help push along your agenda. Cause it, in turn will help them push along their agenda and that's just kind of how you have to look at it
1: yeah sometimes you gotta ask your rich friend to borrow his helicopter for a, a photo shoot or something and just kind of lean on those connections Hey,
0: what? <laughs> where, where we get a helicopter from
1: I, I saw an expose last week on some famous youtuber that all his stuff it came out in the wash that it was all fake and he wasn't rich he was using all his connections and none of it was his like people getting exposed these days uh, big time for for faking that whole uh travel life and uh, I got money and I got 10 Lamborghinis and stuff like that. So people are definitely out there using it to the full advantage and not, uh, being shy about just trying to take advantage of everybody they know for different favors and trying to boost their, their reach out there. And they're all about, they came from the rap game, bro.
0: They're fully into it, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. always borrowing those cars for videos and stuff. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you do sometimes. I mean, and and has
0: a thing like it did kind of come from, the rap game of you know let me get these 10 stacks put it in this video and i'm not hating on nobody before somebody send me some hate mail or something like that i'm just saying this is the truth like instagram is fake a lot of it is not real um because a lot of people you know are real first off all people are real people whatever they're real people You don't know what's going on in the background and in their real lives and things like that. You're only seeing Mm -hmm. what's in front of the camera at that time. And yeah, that person might be good. But But that's the thing. That's that's the
2: thing though. Like people complain about getting attacked online and they always want to say, Oh, I'm a real person. I go through these things. I deal with these. Then show that. If you show that you're vulnerable and let people I mean, it's I'm not saying it's a requirement. I'm not saying that you owe anyone anything. But in order to be more respected or to be taken seriously or to be, you know, treated fairly as a human being, which I mean, you shouldn't have to act a certain way to be treated like a human, that's wrong in the first place. But I'm just saying, like, show that, you know, show the vulnerability, make people feel like it's okay to, you know, deal with these things. And then I feel like they, people would have a much easier time online because not only does it make people realize, well, hey, you know, if. If this person can be that way, maybe it's okay for me to be myself. And it also makes them think about reflect on how they behave on the internet or reflect on the things that's going on in their life. You know, I just feel like if we were all a little more, you know, real with ourselves and didn't lie to ourselves, you know, cut the crap and just be who we really are, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's some people on the internet that are who they are. You know, like you said, they're human. You know, you can you can't take away your personality completely, but I don't think they're being wholeheartedly authentic and i feel like that would be something really marketable if you could find someone that is genuinely authentic who doesn't care about you know societal norms or whatever's popular or opinions that you know aren't you know considered majority you know find someone that can genuine genuine genuinely genuinely be that way genuine yeah i was i was struggling But I feel, I don't feel like there's anyone that exists like that because nowadays everyone is so scared of getting canceled or losing their jobs or being labeled a racist or a homophobe or a transphobe or, uh, you know, a Nazi, whatever it may be, you know. I feel like we want all this these good things to happen and this progress to happen and these changes to happen, but yet we're the only people who stand in the way of that because, you know, no conversations are being had everyone's threatening everybody they they they're they're, they're, help- they're hurting their cause more than helping it so i just i don't think in, until we're able to realize that everyone is human and everyone goes through things and that it's okay to show that we we are not going to advance as a society i tr- i that's what i believe wholeheartedly 100%.
1: i think i think we're starting to see some change now maybe it'll come around to what how you're talking about people being more honest and open online but i think the Gen Z kids are really going to show us different ways to use the internet and how they act and how they uh, respond to people and everything.
2: But here's the thing: they're they're toxic about it. I luckily i i I'm able to see a lot of it because I do put myself on those platforms like TikTok and you know Instagram. I see it. They're oh, toxic yeah. about it. They have the mindset. They have the mindset that if you don't think the same way as me, you're wrong. They they're not open for discussion. They've got that like. Attitude where they're like, well, if you're not gonna see it my way, then you know that there's there's no seeing it anyway You know what I mean? They're very very toxic about it and sure They have a good idea of what they want, but they're going about it the wrong way And I think it's based in like delusions because there's no such thing as a utopia and I'm sorry Whether it's racism world hunger. There's always going to be issues. It's just it's it's a part of life like even in history you know they may not have dealt with race i mean i know they dealt with racism but what i'm saying is like it may have been something else back then like the bubonic plague that was an issue or you know being scared of witches <laughs> yeah. there's always going to be some form of social injustice you're not going to abolish it completely
1: so you get rid of one thing and uh-huh. it'll get replaced by something else for the next generation definitely tenfold
2: exactly exactly and
1: so very good talk yeah. but how about switching gears for a moment that's a little less a little less serious, Let, not completely Let's, let's in tone it. it down for the kids, <laughs> it's for the kids! Ooh, get the heart rate down, Okay, yeah, <laughs> play, play around with a little bit, but you said you're a gamer, you got that background, what are you gaming on or uh, watching on Netflix, we usually talk about that on the podcast, getting into something we've seen the last week or some games that we're playing, what, what's taking up your time in between hanging out and uh, going to school?
2: Skyrim, 100%. I am very, very loyal to the Elder Scrolls fr- franchise. And I literally spend all day playing Skyrim. I, Skyrim is, is it's my life. I, I love the game. I've always loved the game. I've literally played the game six times now. I love the game. I will never give up the game. <sighs> wow. And if I'm not playing Skyrim, is rare. I'm, I'm watching Netflix. I like well, There's a few animes that I may watch or uh, Korean drama. But, yeah, it's either Skyrim or Netflix.,
0: oh, no, I got a good question though. So are there Korean animes? I, I, I always thought about that. I know anime, is the, the word itself is a Japanese name, but I'm saying, aren't there actually Korean animes or something similar to that? I have no idea. Achi and and
1: I I mean, there's, there's
2: there's gonna be there's gonna be cartoons, but they don't really special. like they right. don't have really anime. The Japanese have the anime. The Koreans have the k and We drama. got Pornhub. No, no. Like, that's not the <laughs> <really cool>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Koreans, fo- Koreans mainly focus on K-Drama. We do
1: drama and sad and happy and humorous all in the same movie and show at the same time in a very unique way. I used to tell Jeff uh, back in the day a bunch of, about uh, all the Korean movies that were coming out in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Like uh, my sassy girl and just other uh, dramas that would have you laughing one minute and then crying. None cry of next. them. They were they they have a fantastic like library of movies coming out of Korea. They were just totally unique to that 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 country and that style of filming. But I, I haven't watched the shows, but the the movies, man, I could I could give you a list of twenty movies that are yeah, totally amazing coming out of Korea.
0: you what I did? watch, the Train to Busan. they were we great. Go. Oh,
2: great. Uh, Benjamin, yeah, yes, I love it.
0: And even what was the last movie that just came out? Uh, Parasite. I came out. Yes, Parasite. Parasite, Parasite.
1: Yeah, Parasite.
2: Finally, getting Great
1: recognition movie. overseas they deserve.
2: Yeah, they're they're very proud of that.
0: I mean, and they should because it it was one of the first movies to win a truly American award, like outright. And people were upset about that because. They felt that the American movie should have gotten it, but I'm like, okay, this movie literally broke some of the barriers, got over here, blew out the box office here, and it was in limited release for the longest period of time. And he finally got his his deserving, you know, of getting awarded. You know, most Asian directors and actors have never gotten.
1: It was telling when he won that that you had a uh, historic American directors, Martin Scorsese and a lot of the other Steven Spielberg, like praising the hell out of him saying they watched some of his movies over time, uh, being influenced by that and like admiring him over the years. And it was finally his due time to, to win.
2: Yeah. They're very proud of, uh, Bong, I think it was, what's was his name? Bong Sojun or something.
0: I'm gonna take your word for it. Cause yeah. I'm I'm boom Jun who? I'm not good June with those. <laughs> I'm, not good with both. I'm not good with those at all. So I'll take your word for it. But, um, and Chris, you were trying to fin- finish up a, a question about her, her gaming.
1: question. She- well, you said you went through Skyrim six times. Like, Are you normal? Or you got all the crazy, ridiculous uh, mods on it? Because I know they s- started supporting mods on, on, the, on the console. And that game's been out for a while.
2: Yeah, I actually I did not try mods until just the other day. I was like, I was like, well, let me try it out. The only mods I'm using right now are immersive characters and um, quicker leveling up but other than that like I don't get too crazy with it because I I really am into like the like gameplay like it's a beautiful game I like actually like playing it and if you take away some of the com- like the uh, competitiveness it's 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 not fun it's not fun at all
1: yeah it's an amazing amazing game I've only played probably 15 20 hours uh, on Skyrim uh, Xbox 360. So I haven't played the updated version with all the you know in- increased graphics and played through the whole story with all the DLC. But that game is one where you can you can put in a couple hundred hours easily on probably one playthrough.
2: Yeah, definitely better than the Fallout franchise. Oh, now we're wow. gonna get
1: some hate mail on
0: that one. We, we, we definitely <laughs> gonna get some hate mail on that one. That's for sure.
1: Well, I mean, but it's, <laughs> it's a really good game. You can play it on. You can I play it on everything you I- want. I think they ported Morrowind and Skyrim to watches and. The TI-84 calculator, PCs, Nintendos, everything. Yeah.
0: It's almost as bad as uh, PUBG and Fortnite. It's on everything. But they're but supposed to be
1: working on Elder Scrolls 6. In 10 watching. more years. Yeah. Hey, Skyrim came out, what, 2012? Like, 11? It's been a 12? while, man. Eight years, that's enough time to make a game. They better get on it.
2: But if it's gonna be if it's gonna be even more immersive and expansive than Skyrim is, that's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. I, I I think it's gonna be one of those uh, red herrings, much like Half Life Three. It's just gonna never come out. They're gonna doesn't keep saying they're working on it, and it doesn't exist. And and they're gonna bring out six more mobile versions of Skyrim, <laughs> and everybody be
1: happy. If it keeps making money, keep keep releasing it. Well,
0: we'll we'll switch the gears of on one uh, on the last question. So. What do you have looking forward to in 2021? Man, I can't wait for the year to get here because it yeah. cannot be worse than this. It just
1: 2020 can't. is awesome. over.
0: Oh, man. I phone it in. Never look back. Take a take a shot at the end and never look
1: back.
2: I don't know. They're saying that this is supposed to go on.
1: Till okay. What do you got coming for us for 2022? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, well, in 2023, we're on this podcast.
0: What do we got looking for in
1: 2024, bro? So, Thinking that everything does get cleared up, what do you want to start doing and getting on top of in the 2021 that's after all this is behind us?
2: Uh, fine. Pardon? I want to take my... I want to definitely be done. <sighs> I was getting close to being done with school. Um, I want to actually start in my career. Um, maybe go... Uh, that's a good thing. Like, if I'm not doing, like, anything, like, modeling-wise. Like, honestly, I'm kind of getting interested into acting, too. Maybe try acting. I don't know. I'm very, I, I'm i the type that I can't follow a plan. I, I fly by the seat of my pants most of the time. Like, literally, anybody that knows me in my real life will tell you Regan is a harebrained. She doesn't plan anything. She just expects everything to fall into place. And, honestly, it usually does. Things work out for me pretty well. I don't know if, uh, my, my guardian angel is probably pretty tired of me, but it works so out so
0: people can have that good look sometimes that's good to be the way yeah i mean <laughs> I don't, I don't have a good look i mean it just no nah,
1: i can't yeah
0: i try i try to plan out everything and it still goes to shit. but you know you
1: gotta and, leave some room for that uh like free balling and just letting, letting something happen and being open with it and, and not not planning 100 percent. and maybe that little 10 percent that you left open that all the good stuff will happen to you exactly
0: we'll go ahead and end it there and um a good mm-hmm. show with the guest that decided to finally show up. I mean, I'm kidding. We had technical <laughs> issues, and we probably technical issues again at this point. Mm-hmm. But, Regan, we thank you for coming on. Maybe you'll come back for another episode or so. I mean, you're always welcome. You're a friend, friend of the program now, oh, at yeah. show, so you can always come definitely. back and join us.
2: I would, I would actually love to. I, I. It's weird, like, I love, once you get me talking, I don't stop. So, this was definitely fun so I'd love to come back if y'all have me yeah,
1: it was a good chat we, we got deep we got crazy with some stuff and then we came back to the more casual side but we can take this anywhere that's what this podcast is all right. about it, whatever we want to talk yeah, about yeah definitely that so
0: thank you guys for listening um, hopefully you come back for another episode next week we'll be back again at least me and Chris will we'll, we'll see about by Reagan. we'll go from there but thanks for hanging out peace out all right